No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. Thank you so much for having me. 
Yes, thank you so much for joining. Listen, you are family, okay? Listen, if you guys missed him on misconceptions of uh, black and I'm sorry, black men and women, he was definitely on that panel. So you guys want to go back to that episode and see what it is he had to say. So, speaking of what he had to say, tonight's topic. Dating independent women, and Steve, you are a independent man. You are a go-getter. Um, you do like 50 million um, things to generate revenue over there. So what is it like? What is it like dating an independent woman? <laughs> yeah, <Hey>. okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start right with that. So that laughter, if you, if you could read between the lines, go ahead and read between those lines, right? <laughs> so um, I will I will put it this way. Um, um, you know, a lot of this depends on perception. A lot of this depends on how you even define what an independent woman is, right? Mm-hmm. Um um, there's there's a perception, there's reality, right? So the perception is independent women are women out there who claim that they don't need anybody, right? That they don't need a man in order to uh, in order to achieve success, and they don't need a man um, to go anywhere, you know, further in life than they've already gone, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's the perception, right? The reality is there's no such thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not that doesn't that doesn't just go for women, but that goes for men also. Um, mm-hmm. There's nobody in this world who doesn't need anyone um, to move further in life and to be successful. Nobody does it on their own. Now, having said all that, I've dated women who were self-identified independent women, and they were disastrous, absolutely yeah. disastrous relationships, um, because um, for the most part. Um, for them, the way they identified what being independent was, to them mm-hmm. it meant that they didn't really need a man. They would only open the door to a man if, you know, there was some opportunity that presented itself, you know, pie in the sky, and somehow I would make their lives, you know, better. Um, mm-hmm. But they didn't really need that. So you, you already see it, it. It doesn't even make sense. If you don't need anybody, and what's the point of even bringing them right. in your life? So it was always disastrous because what I found out was that whenever I dated self-proclaimed independent women, typically what was happening was they claimed their independence at the expense of my manhood. Ah. And, so, and so for them, it meant, you know, I didn't have to open no doors. I don't have to, you know, you know do anything that we – talk about men as doing, providing protection, providing, you know, now see, that's the other crazy part. Mm-hmm. No matter how independent a woman claims she was, she still wanted me to protect her. She still wanted me to provide cover for her. Um, gotcha. And again, you know, my, what I learned is that if you're going to play the role mm-hmm. in one aspect of your life, then play the role in, in your, in total, your entire life, in the, all the aspects through. of your life. You can't play independent woman in one instant and then try to be, you know, dependent when some man is walking up on you and about to whip you behind, but now you want me to protect you. So <laughs> that's disastrous. not included was, in the package. Exactly, exactly. So it was disastrous, but I think it wasn't because they were, quote, unquote, independent. It was because of what being independent meant to them. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was the issue. I think a lot of the confusion is what in the, being an independent woman even means. Um, and people got it twisted out there about what that even means. 
So what does independent period mean to you? Well, independent simply means for me, just means that you're grown, right? You're independent, meaning that you can pay your own bills. You can provide for yourself, right? You don't have to have a mother or a father or, or an elder um, to provide basic needs for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is really all that being independent means. Being independent has nothing to do with your relationships, nothing whatsoever, being independent for me just means that you can, you're grown enough to provide your basic needs. What my mother used to say when I was a kid, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. Mm-hmm. If you can pay the cost to be the boss. You can pay your own bills. You can keep your lights on. You can, you know, you can have a home and, you know, and you can pay your car note and all that, then you're independent. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, um, you are dependent on other people for your success, for networking, for your personal growth, for your knowledge. Um, for companionship, for sex, for anything else that you want, uh, that you really need, you need other people to help provide that. Wow. Okay. So where do you think, and this question was asked to me, was it? No, this one wasn't asked to me. Where do you think the whole I'm super independent or the push for the super independence in women first began? Where did it come from? Well, there's, there's, there's two answers for that. And you have to remember, well, you know, your audience may not know this, but I actually was a U.S. history teacher, right, the high right. school level. My, my, my master's is in education from Oregon State, and my, my B.A. is in history, right, from City mm-hmm. College in New York. So I actually taught history. So I always look at questions like that from an historical perspective, right? So okay. there's two issues. There's two things. One um, you know, especially if you're talking about a Western, you know, society, mm-hmm. and read that, you know, as you will, mm-hmm. what that means is that um, it's always been a patriarchal society. Men have always been the ones in control. There was a time even in this country where the only way that you could hold office, hold any power was if you were a man. Mm-hmm. Um, there were certain things women were expected to be in the home, period, end of story, raise children and keep the home. That was it. If if there were any jobs women could do, it would be something like, a, you know, as an educator, right? Those, those were con- – or nursing. Those were considered acceptable positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, women being human beings naturally fought against that, right? They want their full independent rights, which makes sense to me. As human beings, you should want your, your full rights. And mm-hmm. so you start having, you know, you start having the women's suffrage movement, um, you know, in the early 1900s where women start pressing for the vote. Um, and, of course, in 1920, women finally get the vote. Um, and then another funny thing happened. We go to war, right, mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. World War I and World War II. So all of a sudden in World War II and especially, right, we're talking for the United States, 1941, 1945, which is still a major patriarchal society here in America, all of a sudden all the men are at war. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden women start doing machine factory jobs. Women start getting out into the workforce, right? They start doing it. And not only do they do it, but they do it well. And guess what? The men come home from war and keep thinking that things, they thinking that things are going to go back to normal. Right. This was not how it went. You know, once women got the taste of the workforce and they got a taste of, of quote-unquote being independent, where they could actually pay the cost to be their own bosses, they were not going back against that. And so that right. started a huge shift 
not only in women's rights, but in gender roles inside the home. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Yeah, I heard the gender that's roles. Really where, that's, yes, that's really where we're fighting. That's where we're fighting this battle, right? Yeah. Everybody has their own ideas now about what gender roles are. As a matter of fact, now I'll put it to you simple. In my grandfather's day, it was real simple. Grandpa went out and worked. Grandma stayed in the house. It was as simple mm-hmm. as that. That's what it was. There was no confusion. There was no, you know, no issues with relationships around who was going to do what. We already knew, right? Um, that's not the game today. The game today is you got to really negotiate, right? Who's doing the dinner, yeah. right? Who's doing who's doing the housework, right? Who's working extra hours? Who's actually making more money? Which right. is a whole nother conversation because now we're talking about power and power mm-hmm. in the relationship. Which is and see that that's you know, we ain't got enough. I don't know how much time you got. <laughs> that could be a whole other thing. But then, of course, in the in the in the African American community, it's yeah. a very similar story, but it goes back a little further. Um, it's interesting because there, there actually was a very good um, there was a there was an excellent research project that was done um, right during the early like 1930s, right as we're starting to go into the labor union movement, and these white students. Um, were actually looking to interview this older black man who had been very um, active in the labor union movement, right, in the 1930s. Um, come to find out, he was actually born during slavery. He, like, he, was, he was literally born just a few years before the Civil War ended. Mm-hmm. He wound up telling them the story about how his mother and father, when he was very little, were both out in the field. Mm-hmm. They were slaves. Wow. They were both out there in the fields. She did the yeah. same work Dad did, right? Mm-hmm. And then he told the story about how they became emancipated. They're in search of their own land now to work. And the father's like, look, I'm going to work the land. You stay home, take care of our kids. And she was mm-hmm. like, hell no. What are right. you talking about? <laughs> I'm working out in the fields with you. Just like you, yeah. And he, yes, and he started talking about the whole changing dynamic in terms of how she saw him as a man, right, mm-hmm. and what that meant to her, um, and how she saw herself as a woman. And so these changing gender dynamics is something we're still wrestling with today. So one of the big issues is that, again, women who say that they're independent, that what that actually means varies woman by woman by woman by woman. And until we get that actually wrapped up and figured out, mm-hmm. uh, men out here dealing with, with, with a lot of these women, not all of them. Some women got it together. They know that mm-hmm. being independent means that they still need men. But right. for those women that think they don't need a man out there, every man they, they're with is going to catch hell. It's mm. really as simple as that. Wow. You know what, sir? You just let me give you a round of applause because you just oh. I thought I'm you just mopped the floor with the question, just mopped the entire floor. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we will definitely kick off the conversation once again. You guys are tuned in to He Said What with your girl Simply Bree. And tonight's guest, we have Steve Burlack, and we are talking about dating independent women. So you guys sit still. We'll be right back. 
Hey, it's your girl, Simply Bree. Listen, I need all of my fellas and my ladies to head over to republicblackapparel.com right now. Go cop yourself a Juneteenth unisex t-shirt and also get the matching unity hat, okay? It's time that we invest back into our businesses, and what better time to do that than for Juneteenth? Enter the code SIMPLYBREE1 at the checkout for your special discount on orders $25 and up. Don't forget, spread the word, and shop Republic Black Apparel now. All right, we are back. This is He Said What with your girl Simply Bree, and our guest tonight is Steve Burlack, and we are discussing dating independent women. If you are listening online at www.hesaidwhatradio, I'm sorry, he said what network.com, and you have a question, go ahead and throw it in that chat box that's located at the bottom right hand side of the website. If you would love to call in and voice your question or voice your, you know, what you think about what the guest is saying so far, the phone number you want to dial is 515-602-9647. And go ahead and press the number one, and that way we'll know that you have a question and we will bring you up. Now, seeing how Steve was just mopping the floor earlier before the break, when... A man, a real man, not a man boy, but a real man comes across a woman who who gloats and, and praises, self-praises herself to be such a super independent woman. What does that really translate to the man when it comes to taking an interest in dating her or even being intimate with her? Great question. That really depends on how she carries it. And mm-hmm. And again, you know, I said that women who say that, they mean different things by that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you already threw up one red flag that I heard already when she, when it's all about praising herself. Because I've actually mm-hmm. dated a woman like that where when we were out in public, it was all, all she wanted was the praise. Basically, I was like the – I was the prize on her, her arm. Yeah. Really kind of weird. It was a weird dynamic. And so even having me around her – it was like all she was looking for was people to praise her and and people to tell me how fantastic and lucky I was to have her. Wow. Now, you know, for me, I'm like, look, we're lucky to have each other because I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you I'm a hell of a man. I'm a good catch, right? And that's, and you know, that's why I attract quality women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reverse is true, right? She was a quality woman. She could have been a quality woman. Uh, which was why I was attracted to her in the first place. But any woman or any person that feels that they have to get praise or if they self-congratulate themselves so much, something's missing. There's something, mm-hmm. there's something that they're, that, that's, that's missing. There's a hole in their personality and in their spirit that they're trying to fill. Um, right. Really confident people don't praise themselves like that. Really confident people are quiet about it. The, mm-hmm. the real killers are the silent ones out there. Anybody out there doing all that praise and, you know, you need to praise me and you need to let everybody know, you know, how lucky you are to be, that's not a, that's not a, number one, that's not a quality person, let alone a a quality woman. So Uh if she's, if she's saying she's independent and she literally just, and what that means for her is that, you know, she's got a good job, she's taking care of herself, she's, she's good, 
but she recognizes that there's a, still a hole in her life, that she wants companionship. She wants to grow with someone or she wants someone, a man, to cover her, to protect mm-hmm. her, to provide. Um, and I have no problems with that whatsoever. That I don't think any real man uh, would have a problem with that at all. Any real man who's confident in himself because any man is going to have that for himself anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's going to look for a woman who can who can match right his energy right who can match his values mm-hmm. um, um, you know so it it's it really boils down to being as simple as that you know any there's no man out there afraid of a woman right it's, it's, yeah. it's period there's not a man alive afraid of a woman <laughs> period now you know anybody that is. There ain't no man. You already talked about it. That's a boy. Right. And let me be clear about what I say is the difference between a man and a boy, because a lot of women get this twisted out there. Mm-hmm. A boy does what he wants to do all the time. A man does what he has to do most of the time. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, plain and simple. If you wow. deal with somebody that does what he wants to do all the time, you got a boy. Mm-hmm. Well, everything is about his wants, right, about what makes him comfortable. That's a boy, Right. And mm-hmm. if you are shining and that makes him uncomfortable, then you're not dealing with a man anyway. Right. But yeah. if you're shining and you're trying to shine at the expense of his manhood, then you're not a quality catch either. Mm. Okay. Oh, this one's going to get people going. So um, let's say, you know, we have the independent woman who is doing her thing. She is unstoppable. She's on top of her game. Do men pay attention to even down to the point to how she dresses? Like, if she... That's really... Mm-hmm. It's really interesting that you ask that. Um, I would have... Yeah. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just make the answer simple. Men... First of all, men are visual. Yeah. Let's, let's be real clear about that. Men are visual. If you didn't know that, now you know. Right? Men are visual. We always... We always respond to uh, what stimulates us visually, and it, you know that can mean different things depending on the on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. But we're always going to pay attention to how a woman presents herself. But the reverse is true too. Women pay attention to how men present themselves. Right? Any man that thinks otherwise, they're a fool. Right? Um, um, and so we're always looking to see, like you know, a man, a man who. Um, who's doing his thing and he's, you know, making it happen out there, he's going to want a woman who complements that, mm. not just in terms of her spirit, but in terms of how she presents herself. Right. And she's out there wearing any old kind of thing and stuff is hanging out and, you know, she looks like she should be, you know, on a pole somewhere and mm-hmm. he's about business, that's not going to yeah. work. It's just yeah. not. Now, of course, any man will be happy to have that in his bedroom. You know that that's, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You got to know where to. You got to know when to put on what hat. I ain't gonna right. lie. I don't care how good the man is, or how much money he makes, or how classy he he says he is. He always wants that in his bedroom. He he has no problem with you wearing all that and dancing around the pole in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Question is, are you are you helping to grow his brand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and all men who you know who are making money like that, who are you know who are are who are doing good things, they're thinking about their brand, particularly businessmen. Any businessman is thinking about his brand, 
Um, and you either expand that brand or you don't. And so, yes, men are always paying attention to how women dress, how they speak, how they walk, um, how they interact with other people. Um, I said this. I said this actually on a dating site like decades years ago. I said, you know, one of the things I pay attention to is if we're going into a hotel room, how do you treat that? Um, how do you treat that lady who comes in and make making making the beds? Mm-hmm. How do you treat her? Right? Because if you treat me great, but you treated her like trash, mm-hmm. I already know something's wrong. So we pay yeah. attention to all of that. Yeah. So what about the women who feel like there's nothing wrong with their attitude and the way that they present themselves and how they dress because um, high earners are still are, are still smashing them? <laughs> That's the key, smashing, not marrying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if all you want is a high earner to smash you for the rest of your life, then, you know, God bless you. I mean, there are women out there. That's all they want. And I'm, more, I, I'm not mad at you. More, more mm-hmm. prayer, more power to you. If you want a high, if you know, if you're talking about a man making a lot of money, or even just a quality man. Now, again, there there are people out there, and you know who I'm talking about. There are people out there who equate the quality of a man with how much money he makes. Mm-hmm. Right? I do not. Now, that I I am different. I do not equate that to money. Money money is. You know, men have to provide, yes. Men have to protect, yes. Um, but men are always – no man no, – there's not a 22-year-old man I know out there who comes equipped as a millionaire with, like, five businesses and three homes. It, just doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way. You have to grow to that. And every man is on a different path when it comes to that. The question is, is he on that path to getting there? Is he conscious about the moves he's making to get there? That, to me, is how I equate a high-value man. Right. Um, so, again, there are other people out there who equate that very different, right? And I'll, I'll throw his name out there. Kevin Samuels would be the first one. As I hear him, he talks mm-hmm. about – but that's because of his background, right? Like he does image right. consulting. And so yeah. he deals with men who make a lot of money, and he has, you know, inside information on how they think, right? And, he, mm-hmm. you know, he does a great job presenting the women what he, you know, what he believes, right? right? And he's very articulate about that. I have some differences in how I view it, uh, but I'm not in his world. So, you right. know, more power to him. Um, but what I, you know, again, um, that's a long-winded answer, but I would say that, you know, it's always about how we present each other, and, and it's always about um, – it's always about the fact that men are looking to see whether or not she's a woman um, who, who, if she says that she's okay and she does, you know, she's good with how she dresses and she's good with being highly independent, she don't need no man, then, you know, more power to you uh, because a man of quality is not going to be attracted to that unless he's looking to smash. Right, yeah. And, and anything, like my sister say. As long as they got a warm hole, that's all that matters to them. It don't even matter what she well, looks yeah, like. Well, yeah, that's a whole that's a, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yes, indeed. They, they, you know, I I cannot say that I know these brothers, but I have heard that they are out there. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. I just so, I've heard bitches rumors. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to get those rumors <laughs> onto the air. Um, yeah. So, we so when it comes to and for those who are listening, um, this this is he said what? I'm your host simply Bree, and tonight we have our guest Steve Burlack. We're talking about dating independent women. 
Um, if you guys want to chime in, the phone number is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number one. Uh, we will be taking a break in just a moment, but I did want to get your take on um, when a woman is super independent, super, you know, self-sufficient, doesn't need help from anyone, um, those women tend to have problems asking for help. So how does that affect the relationship um, with a man who is an alpha? And he is here to provide and protect and make sure that she feels secure, but yet she she can do everything for herself, and she's showing him that. How does that affect yeah. the man and his role in that relationship? It destroys it, and and I'll tell you the reason why. The reason why it destroys it is because her premise is wrong. Mm-hmm. She does need. She does have needs. She does still need men. She does still need protection. She does still need um, the things that a man provides um, uh, along those lines, particularly talking about traditional gender roles. She still needs that. If if she believes that she doesn't need that, then, you know, that's not independence. That's literally literally snipping a man by by his good parts, right, Mm -hmm. by his happy place. Um, and you do that to any any real man, and he's not gonna. He's, that's not gonna work. It's as simple right. as that. If any real man of value is going to want to provide those things for you, mm-hmm. now you know if you're happy with getting a what you know people call a beta male, if you're mm-hmm. happy with a guy who likes being submissive, there are men out there. There are men out there who want to be submissive to women, um, who want her to take on that that masculine role. There are men out there like that, and if that's what she wants. That's what she will attract. Uh, it's really funny to me because a lot of women that I, that I know that have that kind of energy, that's exactly the sort of man they attract. And what's crazy is they'll get with that man because, you know, it's, it's, it's still that same thing. I, you know, they, I, I have a man in my life, and they show him off to their girls yeah. and all that good stuff. Um, and then they go on that power trip for a while where they, you know, they, and you, you, I know women like this. They mm-hmm. go on this power trip where they're like, they they play these games where you know they show off to their girls how he always comes to the door, you know right. when she when she gets there and he always opens my door. Watch this girl, watch I trained him right, and they laugh yeah. and giggle, yeah. and they go through you know oh you got him trained girl, and they and they have a good little laugh about that until mm-hmm. she gets pissed off because that gets boring real fast. It gets old real quick, and then all of a sudden. Well, not even all of a sudden, because she probably always did. She starts disrespecting him. She yeah. doesn't, you know, she she doesn't, she's not going to follow him. She disrespects everything he has to say. And either he just com- becomes even more submissive and she just becomes the man in the relationship or right. it blows up in both mm-hmm. their faces. Because sooner or later, even beta males have enough. Right. Sooner or later, they get enough too. The problem is with those type of men, is that when they blow up, they blow all the way up. They start right. giving you stuff that go, go back to their mama, and my mama mm. used to, and they, they start giving you all that stuff, and right. you better be ready for that because that's, what, that's what's coming then. Alpha men, you know, they don't have that problem. You know, they, they get that stuff off their chest and keep it moving. Right. Mm. All right. Well, what we're going to do, that's a good point you made. What we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Um, we are going to um, play a song called No Clouds by Will, um, and we will be right back. You guys are tuned into He Said What 
with the girls, Simply Bree and our guest, Steve Burlack, where we're discussing dating independent women. So we will return shortly. What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. Everybody got something to say. People say a lot of things that they don't know about. Okay, so I've been known to get around to be fed some different clowns. I made some mistakes out here, so you can relate out here. But we can be great out here, increase the birth rate out here. Don't let them tell you I'm toxic, don't let them tell you be cautious. Cause we got a groove in the pocket. What we have is pure. Can you tell me why you've been out here hiding? Let me love you like a diamond with no clouds, baby, that's pure, Cartier, girl, you got the perfect diamond, let me love you like a diamond with no clouds, that's pure, baby, that's pure, that's pure, that's pure, good decisions, no, you gotta make so indulge me, only God can judge me. Been out here too long, I la carte. You and me, the perfect combo that's from the heart. I made some mistakes out here, so you can relate out here. But we can be great out here, every night the perfect date, I swear. Don't let them tell you I'm toxic, don't let them tell you be cautious. We got a groove in the pocket. Makes me feel like I'm a singer. Um, uh, <laughs> tonight we have 
Steve Burlack, um, who's chilling with us. We're discussing dating independent women. That track that you just heard was No Clouds by Will. Will was previously a guest on um, Studio Vibes as exclusive. So make sure you guys check him out. Now, back to our, our, our little fun topic here with the uh, dating independent women. So um, I am going to speak on behalf of independent women and mention something that I realized about myself that I definitely am in the process of working on. And I feel like a lot of independent women probably have this as well, and you are pretty sure going to agree with me. <sighs> Masculine energy. How How is it? Um, how can, what is it that women can do to kind of tone down their aggression, their I don't need a man for nothing type of mentality, that whole I am the next Atlanta housewives contestant? How can they tone all of that down and really land someone who can love them unconditionally and support them and not make them feel like they're competing with one another? Great question. Two things they got to do. First thing they got to do is stop looking around outside of themselves. Start with themselves. Everything, everything, every time that you try to be successful, you've got to start within. Mm -hmm. I tell women, ask two questions. Who are you and to whom do you belong? Mm -hmm. Answer those questions fully first. Before you even start talking about relationships or trying to find how value men or men that, that are quality, before you start talking about even toning down your masculine energy, first ask yourself, who are you? And when I say who are you, I don't mean just, you know, what is your name? I'm talking mm -hmm. about what does your name mean? Look up the meaning of your name. If, you're mean, if your name does, because names actually have meaning. Um, mm -hmm. Those of us in the African-American community that know our history know that um, in, the, in the mother continent, naming a child had a very specific spiritual meaning, that mm -hmm. you named your child something that you were, you were trying to imbue your child with that spirit. You're expecting mm -hmm. that child to actually have that spirit. And so you have to start asking yourself questions like, what does my name mean? Does it reflect my spirit? Do I want it to? I'll give you a perfect example. Right. My name, Stephen, means crowned one. That means I conduct myself with, as if I'm royalty. The mm -hmm. fact that I'm a bastard child of a single mother in the South mm -hmm. Bronx has nothing to do with that. Mm. has nothing to do with my royalty. My royalty is about knowing my name and knowing the spirit that I have. It also means knowing my surname, Burlack, where it comes from, who mm -hmm. my people are, what they've been through, right? In order to really, you know, and again, before people start getting to questions like how do I tone down my masculine energy, start with just answering the question, who are you in the first freaking place, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, what are your values? What do you want out of life? Where are you trying to get to? Answer those questions first because, that will be the way that you actually not – it won't be a matter of you toning down your natural your, – your masculine energy. It will be a matter of vibing with your own tune, your own vibe, living in your own vibration. That's mm -hmm. really how you do all of that. And then guess what? You, you will – as a woman, you will naturally be in your full feminine energy. It will happen mm -hmm. naturally. You won't have to worry about – you know, is this too high? Is my masculine energy too high and all that good stuff? So start within. So that's the first thing. Second mm -hmm. thing I would say, before you, you know, 
you know, I you know, I do I talk about relationships, right? In my call, I do I do live one on one coaching, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I start with I start with it's called you know broadcast shooter champion success system coaching. So one on one is all about personal development, right? And but two on one is about influence and power. And so what I when I talk to people about once you actually get yourself together, really the way that you get influence and power, be that in your relationships, in your work or whatever, you've got to network with the right people. If that okay. means that you're a woman out there and you're looking for the right man, you better be looking in the right places. And you better know where these men are. Because mm, if you're going, they? you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you should ask that. Good men that good men that I know, mm-hmm. you'll find them you'll find them everywhere in their spiritual homes, their churches, you'll find them at the library, you'll find them in plays on a Saturday night, you'll find them at a at a basketball game. You'll mm-hmm. find them in community in community events. Mm-hmm. You'll find them in all kinds of places where it's about building something or being about something, or even if it's just sports, just having a good, honest, clean time. That's where mm-hmm. you find good men. If you're looking for a good man at a, at a strip joint or at some juke joint or you're looking at the, in the bar or you're trying mm-hmm. to go to the club and shake your thing, that's cool mm-hmm. too, but don't expect to find, you know, the, the, the high-quality man who's looking for a high-quality woman. That's just mm-hmm. not where you're going to find that. You're going to find the men looking to smash. And, again, if that's, what, if that's your thing, if that's what you want, then more power to you. Because, you know, hey, I lived that life, been there, right. done that, right? Yeah. Um, I wasn't always grown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. I wasn't always grown. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you've got to network with the right people, and you've got to go to the right things. You got to, you have, and again, it's all about your values. What do you value, right? If right. you value growth, if you value um, good relationships, if you value community, if you value family, then go to places where those values are are displayed, and that's where you'll find the men you're looking for. Mm, okay. Okay. Go ahead, Steve. You I'm just saying. I mean, you know. Shoot. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Sounds so, easy, doesn't it? I mean, it, it really does. Right? The way you put it, like, I need to shut right. down my mind. But here's where, it, here's where it gets complicated. It gets mm-hmm. complicated when we start, when we, when we don't even know what our values are. What right. do I value? What do I want? If you don't even know what you want, how are you going to connect to somebody, to some man? I'll put it mm-hmm. to you this way, and it's funny. I actually talk about this in my coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. So imagine, all right, Billy, imagine you're a laptop. You're the best laptop out there. You can do yeah. all kinds of everything, right? Anybody that wants a laptop, they should be looking for you, right? Yes. But mm-hmm. the one thing you're not is you're not self-aware. You don't know mm-hmm. if you use USB ports. You don't know if you use HDMI ports. You're just not clear. You're not self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in order for you to really enhance what you can do, you're looking for printers. You need printers. You need scanners. You're trying to connect to other screens. And mm-hmm. guess what? Because you're not self-aware, and you you may be an HDMI. You may have HDMI ports, but you keep trying mm-hmm. to use USB cords mm-hmm. to connect mm-hmm. to all these scanners and screens. And you get frustrated because you can't figure out why you're not connecting with them. Mm-hmm. You know that you're a great laptop. You know that you yeah. have a great screen. Why can't I connect with them? Why doesn't this work? And you will blame everything but your own lack of self-awareness. Right. That's what happens when women are out here looking for these men 
and they they get mad because they and then that's when that's it gets complicated because then you got these girlfriends out here talking about they ain't no real good men out here. These men are in jail. They doing all this and that. They ain't no mm-hmm. real men out here, girl. You better, and, it, and and the first thing I tell women: look at your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Is she happily married? If she is not, then shut that down. Shut it mm-hmm. down. Shut it down. You better shut that down because they will be the first ones giving you advice and having you right where they are, lonely on a Saturday night, having drinks, talking about hey, playing with the cats. Oh no, not the cat. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, you are so, so yes. critical. Oh my god. I'm just saying. But those are the, but those are the two things. Start yeah. with yourself first. Answer the two questions. Who are you and to whom do you belong? Know mm. yourself. When you know yourself and you know your values, you know what you really want. You know what your name means. You know who your family is. You know where they come from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what your strengths are, and just as important, you know what your weaknesses are. You know what you need. See, mm-hmm. a lot of women that talk about they're high, they're independent, and I don't need no man, they, they, they're they not even clear about what they need. They'll be the first one saying, right. I don't need anything. Anybody tells you they don't need anything, they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, that's why it gets so covered. As simple as it is to find the right people, it's complicated because we make it messy. Right. And yeah. so, so yeah, start with yourself and then, and then go to the places where your values are, are on display and you will find like-minded individuals. Mm. Wow, let me just. Yes, Steve. Awesome, man. That really, really great advice there. I'm going to have to do that myself. Um, so you guys, uh-huh. look, we, we're going to take a quick, quick break and then um, once we come back we'll uh, kick off the conversation a little more before we wrap it up for the evening so if you want to chime in on the discussion the phone number is 515-602-9647 you're going to press the number one and we will uh, bring you up this is Peace and What with your girls Simply Bree and Steve Burlack we'll be right back hey I want to introduce you to something new, a new social media app for black and brown people of color as well as non-black people who love and support the black community. The Melanin People's app is designed for individuals, entrepreneurs, and organizations can promote their brands to the community. This app was designed to promote our culture, our hard work, our resilience, our legacy, our brands, our products, our services, our organizations, our businesses. You can tell stories of your favorite places in Africa, South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, Asia, West Indies, and the Caribbean. This is how it works. Step one, create your profile, personal or business. Step two, complete your profile. Step three, create your first post. Step four, click explore and find new people to follow. Step five, have a product service, skill, and talent you want people to find. Upload images and videos to your profile. For products, add your sales file, a backlink to your website, sales page, or online business destination. Enjoy your new community, Melanie people, connecting people of color. Yes, welcome back to He Said What Radio Network, where we're talking about dating independent women with our guest, Steve Berlick. I am your host, Simply Bree. And finding the areas where the good people are at was the last question prior to us taking this break. Um, I think it's very interesting um, that you mentioned, you know, you do have to know what it is that you actually want. 
And a lot of times I feel like women can sacrifice what it is that they really want just for the sake of a relationship. And sometimes that's children. You know, you have independent women, um, you know, successful business women who want a family, but they feel like, you know, it's just going to be a stop in the road for them. So what? how do, how do men look at it, um, you know, especially if they're family-oriented, how do men look at women who are willing to sacrifice having a family for their career or their ultimate goals? Okay, so number one, there's no singular answer to that, right? There's no, there's no one man answer to that because men, right. men, you know, men are all over the place in terms of what they're looking for in relationships. Some men don't even want relationships with family. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't want a relationship or family, they couldn't care less about any of that. They're just looking to smash, right? They just want right. somebody that they can have some, you know, company with. Right. Now, if a man is looking, if a man is looking to have a family, now, again, it depends on the man. If you're looking at a man who has no problem submitting to his woman, then he doesn't care what she does, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, uh, good luck with that because <laughs> that brings its own, that brings its own issues. Now, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a man who who takes on the traditional male role um, and is the quote unquote he's the head of the family, he's the provider, or and or at the very least he's the one that provides the protection. He's the one that you know that that's the head, the titular head of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, then he's not going to want to put up with with that to the degree that it competes with him and his title as head of the household. Um, you know, if there's something now, again, there's no one answer to that, but if there's a, if there's a woman that wants to have a career and she wants to put that off, you know, for a while and then wants to have children and she, you know, and she, um, she has a good man who she feels comfortable leading in that way and can, and can take care of her and her children. Um, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of, the crazy thing is the women I know, that's what they want. They want that. They even if it means that they have to stop their career. There's not a lot of women that I know, and maybe you know different women. There's not mm-hmm. a, women, a lot of women I know who wouldn't take that deal. Would be like, hey, listen, you mean to tell me that when we get married, you're going to take care of me and the kids, and we're going to be a okay? And there's a lot of women I know out there who take that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, now, women who don't, who you know, who don't want children. See again, it all depends. If there's a woman who don't want children at all. And you got to find a man who doesn't want children. And more probably mm-hmm. you, you both grow and, you know, do your thing. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that being a man and, you know, women are nurturers. Men are not nurturers in that way. When we want children, the reason why we want children is because we want to grow our legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that is, that's important to us. When it comes down to children, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at legacy. And, if you know, again, if the man is out there busting his hump and he's doing his thing and he's doing what he has to do to provide for his family, and she's trying to compete with him and do the same thing, and and you know, and she wants to leave the kids, you know, with you know, with somebody else, you know, with then you know, then what's the point? He's like, you know, you know, I don't want anybody else raising my legacy. Right. right. This is my legacy. I want my wife to raise my legacy. And again, right. you know, it really depends on the on the men we're talking about. It depends on the values that they have. 
Uh, but men out there that are, you know, that are doing well, they're looking at their legacy. Now, if a man is in the process of that, if he's mm. building, then yes, that's a whole different scenario. But if you have a man and woman that are trying to build together, um, then that's something you communicate right off the jump. And you say, mm-hmm. hey, listen, but you've got to come up with a plan. Hey, here's the plan. Right? right? We both build together. We'll hold off on the kids for a few years. By that time, I have this, that, that. You have this, that, and that. And then you start having the kids. But I'm telling you, if you have a man of any, any type of, re, of man that's, that's traditional in any way, he's going to want you mm-hmm. to be home with the kids. Um, or, or at mm-hmm. least be the majority, the one that has the majority of time raising the kids. Because that's, I mean, let's face it. Women and men, we do not raise kids the same. You right. leave kids in a man with a man. We're not going to raise those kids the same way that that a mother would. It's just we're just not built for that. We we right. will not raise the children the way a mother would. And every yeah. woman knows that. Every woman knows that if you put you you put kids with a woman, and the man's you know out doing his thing, and he comes home and she's she's raising those kids. That will that will go a lot better, generally speaking, than a man who's raising those kids. Now again. There's differences. Every man is different. There are men that are out there raising children and doing a great job, which is fine. More power to them. But typically, right. that's because the man didn't have a choice. Either right. his, you know, his wife died, or you know, something else happened, like you know, where he's no longer with that woman. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, last question. Quick question. Um, can a man domesticate? A independent woman. Can you Ain't take no a bag on cats? Yeah. No, I'm not. No, there's not a man out there that to waste that to waste their time. That's like trying to herd cats. Are you serious? Get out of here with that. There's no way. There's no way a man of any worth is gonna is gonna waste a minute of his time trying to domesticate a grown behind woman. No, there's no time for that. No, I'm not trying to domesticate anybody. You come, you come correct when you come to me in the first place with the relationship. If not, you're not ready for a relationship anyway. You know, no, Mm-mm. no man's going to spend time doing that. No, I'm sorry. Did I? I'm sorry. I thought I, I was clear, wasn't I? Was I clear? I just wanted to make sure I was clear about that. You know, no. yeah, domesticated. No, Mm-mm. no, oh no. There's no time for that. I, you know, I can get a dog and domesticate my dog. I'm not, I'm not there trying to domesticate a grown woman. No. Oh my No, you either ready, you either ready or you're not. If you're not ready, please don't come around me because I just don't have the time. I got too many yeah. things to do. And that's the thing. Like that's why you see a lot of people who are like complete opposites. You'll see like, um, you know, the the Wall Street Fortune 500 businessman with like. You know, Martha, the the woman that bakes the best cupcakes for school, like yes, and you know why? why? Do you know why? Because because he's not interested in her money. He doesn't care about her degrees or money. He doesn't care about that. What he mm. cares about is is she going to raise his legacy, his seed? That's yeah. what he cares about. He doesn't care about whether or not. Think about okay. Think about it, and let's just—I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. If a man, if a man, let's say a man is making great money, and he walks mm-hmm. into a function with a wife who looks fantastic, she, you know, she looks great, she she looks great with him, and you know, let's just say she can speak well, she presents herself well. Who's going to ask what degree she has? 
You can right. ask whether or not she's a Fulbright scholar. Nobody's going to care. They're not going to care about that. They're not going to ask about that. Right? Mm-hmm. And he's not going to present that. Right? Now, does that mean she can't be a Fulbright scholar and can't be smart? And said, of course she can. Right? Of course she can. But if she's going to do that at the expense of his manhood, he's not going to want any parts of that. He's mm-hmm. not going to want that. That's not what he's looking for. Right? It's just, it's just not. That's not what he's looking for. <sighs> That was so funny to me. He got to have you back on here. He ain't no dog or cat. Yeah, no, please. Come on now. No. Oh There's no time for that. And I wouldn't expect a woman to do anything like that for a man. I mean, come on. I've, how many women have you heard talking about they're tired of, 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 uh, of having a man at home that ain't no real man and he's just a boy? You know, my question mm-hmm. is why are you with that boy in the first place? But if right. you got some man who's, you know, who you trying to, you got to raise, Mm-hmm. No, and again, that's very different than growing with someone, right? Right? You got a man. If you got a man who's dirt poor and broke, that doesn't mean he's not a man. It, it's funny. I I write poetry also. I still don't know mm-hmm. that, but I wrote this poem called Corolla Cum Laude. Mm-hmm. And Corolla Cum Laude is about Corolla Cum Laude, and it's it's about it, it's about this young man who's in school. You know, he doesn't have anything. He's in college. He doesn't, he's got a Corolla, right? Um, but he's, but he's, got, um, he's got Mercedes-Benz dreams, right? He's got Rolls-Royce dreams. And he's taking action to, to get there, right? That's, just, that's different. If a woman yeah. meets a man like that and he's broke, I've, matter of fact, I'll give you a perfect example. There's, there's a guy, I, 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 don't, I didn't know him personally. He was a friend of a friend. But this guy actually created a business. Um, it, was something with, it was something with tech. I'm not sure exactly what it was. But he created this business, right? And, you know, he's struggling. He's driving a hoopty. He's living with mm-hmm. his mom. Now, this is, he's in his 20s, living with his mom. And guess what? Women mm-hmm. didn't pay him no mind. And, 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 and there's certain, certain women that wouldn't really pay him no mind, right? Not at mm-hmm. all. Couldn't stand him. All of a sudden... His tech company grows, and a major firm buys him out for, you know, like $10 million, some crap like that, and then hires him as the CEO for the Uh, the newly built firm. Guess what? hmm, All these women now just throwing panties at him. Throwing panties at him. But he's the same same man he was when he was broke just a few years before. And guess who he married? He married that woman. the cupcakes, yeah. You think he didn't? You think he didn't? Yep. Who was there by his side when he was he trying to grow? Him. Who yeah. couldn't care less that he didn't have money, but she saw the man in him. Not the money in him. She saw the man in him. And mm. and guess what? She's living She's living quite well these days. Thank you I'm very much. I'm sure she is. Wow. Steve, man, listen. Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. This was fabulous. Let the people know how can they reach out to you online and what do you have going on? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, um, again, I am a one-on-one coach. I do, on, I do online coaching. Uh, my focus is on getting – and it's funny if you haven't figured this out yet. My focus in my coaching is getting people to finally move from the life that they're living today to the mm. life that they're dreaming of. Identify those challenges, overcome those challenges, things like, <laughs> like work-life balance, like personal yeah. and work relationships that are jacking you up, Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you know any challenges you face, and so you'll find me on my website at steveburlack.com. So it's S T E V E 
Burlack is B as in boy, E-R-L-A-C-K. So steveburlack.com. And you can find me on uh, Instagram or IG at sburlack. You'll find me um, on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Steve Burlack, and you'll find me on Twitter at sburlack also. Um, and so um, what I got going on, as a matter of fact, for your listeners, and, and what I've got going right now is I've got a special. I have uh, what's called the Achieve Your Inner Vision Strategy Session. So I provide mm-hmm. strategy sessions to set people on the path to finally living the lives they dream of. And for now, it, it, you got to do it now because it's complimentary. It's a $500 okay. value. It's a one-hour call. So all you have to do is get on my website, steveburlack.com, and you'll find that button right at the top, yes, I want a strategy session. Schedule it with me, and I'll be happy to talk with you. Oh, wow. Man, thank you so very much for coming on tonight, Steve. This was amazing. Of course, we got to have you back once again before at least the year is up. So thank you so much for dropping these gems and, and the laughter. I mean, it was it was funny and serious all at the same time, if that's even possible. So thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Bree, thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. I, you know, I love being on the show. Please, you know, whenever you need me, I'll be there. How did, how did Michael Bay say Jackson said, I'll be there? I can't. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. I'm telling my age now. I'm telling my age Look, now. Uh-huh. That's yeah, how he said okay. it back in the day. I'll be there. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for those who um, called in. Um, we didn't get to get to you, but you know what? Next week, there's always another opportunity for you. Um, thank you guys for checking out the website if you streamed online. If you are listening to this episode again as a replay, I appreciate you downloading the episode and playing it once again. You can find us all over every major song, I'm sorry, every major music platform, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, um, Apple Music, Amazon, Google. You can also find this show syndicated every Friday on Street Madness Radio. Please make sure you guys check out the station. You know, shout out to the CEO. He is doing big, big, big things. So if you guys are listening to this episode on Friday from 12 to 1 on Street Madness Radio, shout out to you guys for keeping it going. Um, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure you, you know, check out our, our promos. We're running for the month of June on ads and commercials. Info at he said what network.com is where you can reach out to us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. Follow me on Instagram at underscore simply Bree, and that's S I M P L E E B R E E underscore, and the network at He Said What Radio. All right, you guys, make sure you tune in next week and, uh, See what else we got going on. Until then, you all have a wonderful night and thank you again. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. 
please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.